St. Mark's Daily Devotions for Wednesday, May 20th, with me, Janet Grant, and with Cooper Sherry as our musician. Our theme for these last three weeks of the season of Easter is taken from the hymn we just heard, Now the Green Blade Rises. The hymn not only recalls the promises of the gospel stories that teach us about Jesus' resurrected life, but it also draws on the Bible of creation all around us in this month of May in the Northern Hemisphere, as new life springs forth and green blades rise. Wherever you are as you listen, we invite you to also let your heart be joined to ours as we remember the life given to us in the risen Christ. This is an amazing time to be living in the Northwest in Puget Sound. My walks through the neighborhood are so renewing. Right now, we see the verdant, lush lawns, the brilliant colors of the rhododendron and azalea, the lupin, the iris, and peonies, the fresh green of new growth on the trees and ferns. Now the green blade rises indeed. This has been one of my favorite hymns. I enjoy the tune even though that second line can be a bit tricky to sing just right. But the words, yes, now the green blade rises. The other day I noticed another new greenness that is flourishing. That is of the garlic that some neighbors have growing in their garden beds and that will soon be ready for harvest. My neighbors placed that dry bulb in the ground last fall and it laid seemingly dead through the winter. And now soon it will bring vibrant flavor to their tables. How can we not believe in resurrection? Where I come from, Wisconsin, things are just beginning to show up like this. In fact, last week they had temperatures in the 30s and snow in some places. Yet I know that resurrection is evident for them too. As farmers' kids, resurrection is in our bones. When I grow up, the closest kids We're just over a mile away. Oh, if I could count the number of times I rode my bike down the road all the way to their farm. They, a boy and a girl, became like another brother and sister to me and remain so to this day. We have been lifelong friends. Our parents were good friends, and when their parents decided to start a roadside vegetable market, my mother joined them in running the market. It was hard work. You never know on the farm. Weather, blight, long hours, heat in the summer, cold in the winter. Yet that boy now runs that market his parents started back in the 1960s. And now his children work alongside him. 
This year they face this COVID-19 dilemma along with all of us and along with all businesses trying to make a go of it. His sister, who has been retired for several years, joins them in creating something new as they attempt to keep things safe for those who work on the farm, as well as provide flowers, seeds and sets, and food for those who have come to depend on them. The new green blade for them is a new shape of their business. Yet, it is also just that, a green blade that rises. A few days ago, my friend, the farmer, placed a selfie of himself on Facebook. His smiling face was in the corner of the picture, and behind him is a long row of sweet corn that has just surfaced from the seed that had been sown. Oh, and his sweet corn is the best. With good weather and careful tending, people will be savoring its sweetness in July. Now the green blade rises. Farmers know about resurrection. Their livelihood depends on it. Their lives depend on it. My dad was a farmer too. He was a hardworking, gentle, sensitive person. Quiet, he loved his family, his farm, and his faith. His love for me was unconditional. My earliest memory of him was when I was just a small child. Dad wore Oshkosh Bagash overalls, you know, the sort that have a pocket at the breast. Dad always had a pocket watch on a leather strap in that breast pocket. I couldn't have been much more than a toddler. He would gently hold me, a sleepy little girl, with my ear right on top of that ticking clock. It was as if his own heartbeat was loving me into slumber. I felt safe, loved, and sure of his presence with me and for me. As I grew up, Dad always had a bear hug for me when I arrived home for a visit. And when it was time to leave again, another hug and whispers in my ear of his pride in me, love for me, and enduring presence in my life. Dad died 22 years ago, yet he is still with me. As Pastor Siggy shared in her sermon this past Sunday, I am not left orphaned. The Gospel of John she read that day assures me. Jesus said, You know the Spirit, because the Spirit abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live. You also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Yes, the resurrection is in my bones because my Father and my God have shown me. One of the ways I remember this is the, remember, is the memory of my dad's holding me so close and through his hugs. The fourth verse of Now the Green Blade Rises it has these beautiful lines. When our hearts are wintry, grieving, or in pain, your touch can call us back to life again. Today, take some time to remember a touch like my dad's. Imagine for a moment someone who loves you unconditionally. Feel the places in your body that contacts with warmth, tenderness, and safety. 
You are precious. Imagine the fabric that touches you. Imagine the hands that hold you. Imagine where your head rests. Imagine, imagine how your heart connects with this person. For me, this brings my dad back to life again. I am not left orphaned. Like the garlic bulb, the brilliant rhododendrons, and the luscious sweet corn, now the green blade rises. Love has come again, like wheat arising green. Amen. When the heart's a wintry, grieving or in pain, your touch can call us back to life again. So our prayer is from Joyce Rupp, an Easter challenge. Every year it happens, earth shakes her sleepy head, still a bit wintered and dull and feels new life stirring. Every year cocoons give us their treasures. Fresh shoots push through brown leaves, seemingly dead branches shine with green and singing birds find their way home. And every year, the dull and dead in us meets our Easter challenge to be open to the unexpected, to believe beyond our security, to welcome God in every form and trust in our own greening. Amen. And now receive this blessing. May God touch you with tender love. May Jesus remind you that love comes again like the wheat arising green, and may the Spirit abide in you.